Alrighty, well, welcome to Grace and the Adventure of Leadership podcast, a podcast designed to help cultivate church leadership, which is fueled and formed by the realities of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Riley Spring, and I'm here with Dave Taylor, and we're starting a new podcast with the hope that people will be listening in and helped by some of the things that we've learned and are learning about what it means to have the gospel in the center of your leadership within the local church. We love the local church. We believe the local church is the most glorious institution on earth. We believe the Lord loves his church and therefore deserves um, the best leadership it can possibly have. Uh, But the best leadership the church can have is not necessarily found in business books or even by copying the most successful churches. It's actually found um, in the thing of first importance, uh, the glorious realities of the gospel that Jesus died for us to set us free to live a new life. So as we begin, and we're going to tell you more about the podcast in a moment, but first I want to introduce my co-host, Dave Taylor. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, why you're in this room, apart from the fact that it's your house and yeah, your room. Yeah, I'm in this room because it's, I'm sitting behind my desk <laughs> and I've never met you before and you've arrived and you've instructed me yeah. we're doing a podcast. So... Uh, yeah, I just have to do it. Well, my name, yep, yeah, I'm Dave, uh, lead pastor of Sovereign Grace Church in Sydney. Planted that church in 2010. Mm. Also have the privilege of serving on the Sovereign Grace leadership team globally as the director of Emerging Nations. And I am thrilled to be serving with you on this podcast. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's great. And, and so Dave used to be my pastor. Uh, and then they were long years. They were long years for both long. of us. Uh, but, by God, yeah, right. but by God's grace, uh, Dave sent me out to plant a church. Where he couldn't deal with me uh, any longer. I just had to get him going. So what do you do when you don't like uh, the person you're working with? You send oh, them to church plant. How uh, long, oh Lord? Uh, yeah. So my back. name's Riley Spring, and I planted a church called Sovereign Grace Church, Parramatta, just 25 minutes away from Dave's church. I wanted to stay close enough so I'd be near those guys as I start out and figure out what the heck I'm doing. Going to need a, a lot of a lot of help. Um, I'm married. I've got three kids and one on the way. Probably in three weeks' time, there will be a fourth into the mix. Dave, you've got a few kids. How many have you got? We have five. Our eldest is 18, and they go down to nine years old. Yeah. We are busy. And you're married to? A beautiful lady called Emma. We've been married for 21 years. Years. That's amazing. Mm. And Emma has a podcast. She called, does. What's it called? I it's, think it's in the it's in the early stages. It's in the very. In fact, even to say she's got a podcast <laughs> is. It, it's, I like it. I like it. I think it's embryonic at this point. Yeah. I think it, what is she going to call it? Like this is your time. No, no for such a time for as such this. a time as this. Yes. And if she does that, she will probably instantaneously get more listeners than us. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, she's the more gifted and yeah, talented one. that's right. I hold her bags, yeah. usually. <laughs> <laughs> now, why have we called this podcast Grace and the Adventure of Leadership? Sounds like a strange title. Where does that come from? I think it's an excellent title. It is not ours. No. Um, it's a CJ Mahaney message, the founder of Sovereign Grace Churches, um, did a wonderful message called Grace and the Adventure of Leadership on 1 Corinthians, I believe, and through looking at the example of Paul how we found grace. But when you're looking for a title for a podcast, Riley, as we discussed at length, (laughs) there are not many good ones that demand attention. But I think that title just explains two great things. Firstly, 
that leadership is an adventure mm. and it is having been a leader for the last 20 years you realize it is an adventure there are great times where you feel like you can take on the world and win the world for Jesus and there are low times when you wonder why on earth you have ever ever been called into ministry and yeah. When you, you know it's bad when you start looking at the guys at McDonald's flipping burgers and you find yourself envious and jealous that you might want to do that. So I think leadership is an adventure, mm. but grace is what it is all about. And I think particularly when we hear the word grace and think of grace, what we're talking about are the, the fruits of the gospel, the undeserved favor that comes through the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ and so I can't think of a better title than that. Yeah, and I think we often think about grace as the kind of the starting point of the Christian life. You know, we're, we're saved by grace through faith, and then we sort of move on into, you know, obedience and all these other things. Yeah. But actually, that cuts to the core of why we wanted to do this podcast, um, because grace is actually at the foundation and flows the whole way through the Christian life. Everything we do is by grace. Everything yes. good that comes from us is by the grace of God. Um, our entire lives, our entire ministry is as a result of His grace, powered by His grace, um, and ultimately all for His glory. Uh, and so the reason why we're doing this podcast is we want to see how the, the, the idea or the power of grace can impact leadership in the local church. Uh, and behind grace is the reality of the gospel. Uh, And, you know, grace isn't just this powerful word and behind it is a whole story about what Christ has come to do, how he came into this world, how he died for our sins. He rose into new life, ascended into heaven, calls Mm -hmm. those to follow him who are headlong into hell that were you and I, uh, and then gives us this glorious new life to live for him and to, um, to share the light of the gospel with others. And that story, that dynamic permeates everything. Um, in the church, in our lives. Uh, and so, you know, for you, Dave, like what's been your experience of how grace and the gospel actually interact with more than just your salvation and more than just, you know, what you preach on a Sunday? How does it go f- from there? Yeah, I mean, just just hearing you talking then and uh, describing what you talked about excites me because I just don't think I understood this you know I've always gone to church all my life grew up in my mother's womb going to church so never never had a Sunday where I wasn't somebody who went to church and yet grace was was never amazing you know you'd even sing the song amazing grace and they were words Mm. but I was not amazed I didn't really understand I actually thought I was a pretty decent guy to be quite honest so like you know maybe other people need grace maybe not myself I'm fine I'm probably a good catch for Jesus you know it felt like that lucky to have you on his team that's right God hasn't he done well just no clue no clue of the reality of my life being an individual who's running away from the Lord who is an object of his wrath and who deserves to be an object of his wrath um, I had no clue. So when I became a Christian around 20 years old, through a, a long series of events, grace became amazing. In an absolute moment, it became amazing. But I had to then learn that this glorious gospel of grace wasn't just for me becoming a Christian. And now we move on and just serve Jesus. I had to learn, and it was actually a part of a sovereign grace church then, what it really meant to now I've become a Christian and so affected by grace. How do I live this grace out? What is sustaining grace? What is sanctifying grace? What is future grace? I had no clue on most of these entities. 
And so the longer I was being pastored well and served well in the church that I was in, in, in Wales at the time, I have finished up at university, the more I realized grace and the gospel is the central theme of the Bible. Mm. You know, every page whispers the name of Jesus. It all points either to him or right at him or back to him. Um, and everything ultimately then points to the gospel all the way through. And so I've seen over many years the way the gospel guards us. It guards us from legalism. It guards us from subjectivism. It guards us from condemnation. I think all three things I would have struggled with inherently yeah. in my life and never never realized, you know, legalism. I used to just think of legalism. Oh, that's like Pharisees. But have no clue that there's a Pharisee in my heart. Yeah. I'm just completely unaware of this temptation to earn my relationship with God based on my own performance. Uh, but when you're hearing the gospel preached and applied to life, even as a Christian, you realize the gospel guards me from those yeah. things. So you realize it's truth. Yeah, yeah, it's truth. We stand on truth, not on how we feel. There is there, there therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. It's a fact, mm. not based on what we feel. Also saw how the gospel changes people's lives. And that changed my life. <clears throat> had a profound effect on my life when I started to realize we don't get saved and now start to live for Jesus as a different entity. We become a Christian by grace, and now through sustaining grace, we allow the gospel to inform everything. Yes. And so I saw people whose, whose lives were being affected by the gospel, whose marriages were being changed by the gospel, whose parenting were being changed by the gospel. The way they spoke mm. was being changed by the gospel. The way they were in a workplace was being changed by the gospel. It had a profound effect on my life as I realized the motivation wasn't to try and impress God as mm, if we're performing yes. before him to try and you know make him love us more. We're so affected by grace. We want to live for him. And mm. it was, it was powerful. Well, that was my experience. I mean, I became a Christian at some point when I was young, like nine, like a, a declaration, a decision. Mm. But when I was about 16, I was they made about seven of them. Yeah. <laughs> when I was about 16, the Lord, I think through the Holy Spirit convicted me of my sin. And I saw that, I was indeed like deserving of hell. And then the gospel, the reality that Jesus died for my sins went from being just true to being beautiful. And I was, I was overcome with just awe and thankfulness to God for saving me. Uh, and that's, and that stayed with me the whole way. But as I kind of went through, you know, being a young man and, and doing ministry, those kind of realities would be what I would preach, but I wouldn't necessarily live out of the good of that. I would, be trying to you know just do things and do it and make it happen and yeah. and then I joined Sovereign Grace Church yeah. Sydney and saw this different dynamic this this lightness this joy that came from being set free from works righteousness being set free from having to perform and yes. earn God's favor yes but it still didn't really make sense to me I didn't see how grace really was that important I felt like you could just motivate people with the bigness, the greatness, the glory of God, his demands, and that people should just do this stuff. But as I spent time with you, um, your beautiful wife and, and, and the leaders in our church, I began to see that every single thing we do in life, if it wasn't for God's grace to me, we wouldn't be doing it. Any good work, any ministry yes. thing, any, you know, any holiness, anything at all is a result of his grace. It wasn't yes. me. I, I think I had a high view of myself. So I was—I knew I was a sinner, 
but I thought I was actually a pretty good leader, yeah. pretty, pretty, you know, captivating, charismatic, you know, pretty determined. And I could, I, I, you know, I lived out the Christian life and other people didn't do it so well. And I thought, ha good job, Riley. And as I stayed around you guys long enough, I began to realize that it's all by grace. It's not yeah. me at all. And progressively over time, the Lord's brought me lower and lower to see it's not me. It's all him. And I'm just a, I'm just a servant. You know, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians yeah. 4, I'm just a steward of the mysteries of the gospel. Mm. Uh, I, don't, I don't have any great position. I'm just a, it's all him. I'm just a, a jar of clay and he's the treasure. Mm. And the gospel is so liberating in that. And yeah. got to keep coming back to it. That's why we're, we're trying to use this tagline in the podcast fueled that's motivated by the gospel and formed by the gospel because we want those realities uh, to come through Uh, and so for me the gospel has changed my life it's changed my parenting my marriage it's changed my leadership Uh, i'm just a different person to who i was eight years ago when i first joined your church and Mm -hmm. i'm so grateful for the way that some of these teachings have helped change my life yeah, and yours too. Well, I'm so pleased, and brother, I've I've learned of other people as well. Yeah, <laughs> you you are not going to be. No one's going to be hearing any original thoughts on this podcast. Yeah, I I, I now and again I think I have them, and then I wake up. <laughs> uh, or you <laughs> read you read it. Oh, it's a quote. Yeah, uh-huh. that's right. Yeah, okay. you type I, it oh, in. You're oh, like, oh, oh, I have a best of walking quote. Oh. I've heard things from other people over so many years that have probably become me, but they, I certainly have not originated in them and, and neither have you and i think that's part of the joy of doing this type of podcast you're yeah. able to pass things on that we have learned from others over a long period of time and you're exactly right at, at best even extremely good leaders are just helpers in the field it is the lord who builds his church it's the lord who shepherds his church it's the lord who leads his church but what a privilege we have to to assist and to play our part yeah and what we do, and if we can pass things on that we've learned from others, then I, that that's a happy place and a happy thought for me. And our hope is is that in that passing on, that you know people who are already leading in churches will be edified, instructed. I mean, you guys already know what you're doing, so it may be of limited value, but we hope it does bless you and help you. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I was 15, 16, I, I tuned into the Sovereign Grace Leadership Podcast. There was only four episodes. It was <laughs> CJ Mahaney, Jeff Perswell, uh, and, and Joshua Harris, and they were all speaking just on four topics. But I, I re-listened to those podcasts, I don't know how many times, and they formed me. The pastor in his reading, the pastor in his soul, the right. pastor in his time, and the pastor, and I can't remember the fourth one, but... Man, I came back to them so many times. And so my hope is that someone might listen to this, a young guy, a young man, thinking about leadership in his first days and thinking, who do I want to be as a pastor or as a leader? How do I want to serve the Lord? And that maybe some of these topics will help you. And so we pass it on and and hope that the Lord uses it. So stay tuned. Um, In the next number of episodes, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking at seven, you know, kind of, cultural distinctives or seven characteristics of a leader um, who is fueled and formed by the gospel. So if you really believe the gospel and you really believe that your life is meant to be shaped by it, well, it has to look like something. Uh, and so we're going to be talking about seven things that, that, that the gospel ought to look like in your life or how it ought to make you live. Uh, things like humility, gratitude, serving uh, topics like that so stay tuned we're going to do an episode on each one of those as we go through and we hope that it blesses you excellent 
You've been listening to the Grace and the Adventure of Leadership podcast with Riley and Dave. Oh, yeah. Like, so we should record our own like, jingle. That would be really nice. Grace and the Adventure of Leadership. <laughs> I don't know whether the tune I didn't get familiar. the tune, no. Know. What's the tune? You were... I don't know. I think it's yeah. pretty uh, original. Behold our podcast. Grace. <laughs> Behold our pod. Yeah. Behold mm. our pod. Grace and the adventure of leadership. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's got some mileage. That's good. Okay. Good. Excellent.